Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oarock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oarock. I'm Michael Gray, the tech support guru for Oarock. <laughs> How are we doing today, Michael? Um, I don't know. <laughs> for everybody who doesn't know, we're starting this podcast like 20 minutes late because Discord didn't like the sound of my voice or something yeah. like that. It It's still not showing up that I'm talking. You can hear me, but Discord isn't telling you that I'm talking. Is that correct? That is correct. Discord is actively rebelling against us recording the podcast today. So it thinks I'm silent, is, but hopefully it's like a holiday, and it's like it's like you shouldn't be working today. It's uh, isn't that, oh wait, it's like National Daughters Day or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That I've uh, never heard of that right? before. Was that made up this year? Probably. <laughs> well, I feel like like every like week it, we have a day where it's like National Pizza Day or or National Dog Day or something. So, how did you celebrate National Daughters Day? I did not. No, I need I need like advance warning for what these days are going to be. <laughs> yeah, Twitter needs to trend this stuff like the week before, not the day of. Yeah. It feels like yeah, those holidays were just made to sell stuff. Like National Pizza Day sponsored by Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's exactly what it is. Let's see. Well, really, I feel like it. They these days happen like multiple times a year, too. It's just like some person with a lot of followers on Twitter just says, hey, it's pizza day. Happy pizza day. Hashtag pizza day. And then that's that's the only thing that makes it pizza day. Like, I feel like they've got Burger Day, they've got Cheeseburger Day, and Hamburger Day. Like, that sort of thing, because, you know, McDonald's yes. and Burger King and Wendy's all have to have their own separate day for it. Of course, it. of course. <laughs> well, we're finally here, we're together, we are both audible, uh, so let's talk about some game stuff, what do you say? Okay, so National Dessert Day, Friday, October 14th. You have all been warned. <laughs> Pasta Day, Monday, October 17th. And then Cat Day on the 29th. Wait, there's a Cat Day on October the 29th? Yeah, we should do something, yeah. I guess. Well, we should be releasing the Cat President games on the 29th. I guess, yeah. Okay, video games, though. Video games. Video games. So, so I, I think we have like three three different projects we we could be talking about. Um, I'm wondering if you have a preference, or should I just go down the list here? Just go down the list. I I only know what like two of them are, so I'll be surprised uh, at what mystery <laughs> number three is. <laughs> I think I think number three will not be a very exciting mystery for you. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> You'll be like, oh yeah, I know about that when we get to it. But uh, first up on my list, uh, we just announced, it'll have been a couple of weeks ago by the time you're hearing this podcast, but we just announced uh, that we are, are in the preliminary, very, very early stages of making Cat President 3. Do-do-do! <laughs> Which, I, I can't speak for Michael, but I think it was almost as much a surprise uh, to me that that we that we're doing it as, as it might have been to any of our fans out there. I... I... I don't know. I th did people really not like the second game? 
I, I, it's so, it's not that they didn't like it. It just, the sales were, for me, disappointing. And, mm-hmm. I, and I don't have a strong answer for why. Uh, because the reviews have been pretty positive across the board. I feel like the people who have played both of them definitely like both of them. Maybe they even prefer the second one. Um, it's just that we were never able to find our audience for whatever reason with the second game. Yeah, that's... That's strange. very annoying. I'm not sure yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I think for me, like, after the second game came out and we saw those sales figures... Like I wasn't sure if I wanted to make a third one at that point, just because you know it was a lot of work for 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 not as many sales as we would have hoped for. But comparing it to our, if if you don't compare it to the Cat President one, comparing it to other games, it it did fine. Um, it just didn't compete with the juggernaut that was the first game. Well, I also feel like part of the problem was just just the election, I guess. Uh, the uh. Mm. The 2016 election was more entertaining than the the 2020 election. <laughs> well, 2020 was just a disaster dump fire year, just mm-hmm. in general, t- to be honest. And everybody's mad and angry. But didn't the first Cap President game come out like 2015? No, it came out in 2016 for the 2016 election. Okay, yeah, all right, same year yeah, as the election. Yeah, because we, we we released both of them like a month before the ele- the presidential elections of those years, so 2016 and 2020. Hmm. Wow, that's weird to think about. So Cat President 2 came out during the pandemic? Yeah, it must have. That doesn't feel right. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm really excited to start in the third game now because I just... I, after working on uh, Cat President One, making the updates, which we might get into a little later in the podcast, um, it reminded me that just they're good games, they're fun games, they're fun games to make. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty pumped to uh, to get started on this. Yeah, I am. I guess I wouldn't say less pumped, but I'm. Oh. Now I've got to figure out like ideas. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I think what we've got now is just like a list of various ideas, and then I need to somehow turn that into an, a storyline. Sure. So, um, yeah, with all of them, it's like I know what chapter one is, I know what chapter two is, and then after that, I'm like, I have no idea what would happen in chapter three or any of the other chapters in this pathway. I, I used up all my ideas on the first two <laughs> chapters, and that happened with pathway one. Uh, pathway two. <laughs> there is one exception that was in Cat President Two. I I did have like a vague outline for the twins pathway. In that case, right. it's only two sentences per chapter. But it's like, hey, that's sort of a completely finished pathway already done. Yeah, that's good. And then now I need to figure out how to work the other like twenty ideas into into stories. Well, there there are there are a few things that that might be able to help with the planning. So one thing um, that we always sort of need to figure out when we're starting a new cat president game is we need to figure out who the current cat president is, right? So like in Cat President Two, for example, there are six different pathways you can go through. Then there are seven different cats that can end up as the president depending on, you know, various decisions that you make throughout the game, depending on which characters you choose to play as or which paths you decide to follow. But when you're making a sequel, you sort of have to figure out which one of those pathways, which one of those results is the thing that actually happened. 
because we can't have seven different presidents in this game. It just doesn't make sense. There has to be. We have to figure out which one of those things actually happened. What's real? Uh, what's canon? The way that we did this before and the way we are doing it this time is we ran a poll on Steam, on the Steam page for Cat President, and we just asked people to vote on which of the candidates from that game should be the president going forward. Um, so in this instance, we had all all six Cat candidates from Cat President 2. We had, what are they, Banders, Poopsie the Ninth, Kaleidoscope, Mr. Biscuits, Fee.line, Oh, in my mind, I always call him Poopsie IX. I don't know why. Oh, I, I know it's really? just a personal <laughs> choice, but... So. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I've definitely never read it that way. I, oh, that's I really funny. call it, like, Ix or anything, but... Um, that that, uh, that was something I was thinking about. It, and it's like, well, should there be, like, a Poopsie X in the game? Or <laughs> Poopsie 10? Sure. Um... Which is, I guess, a possibility, because apparently Poopsie Ix did not become president. Earl Grey, that's the other one. Earl Grey, yes. Poopsie 10, huh? Or sorry, Poopsie X. <laughs> Poopsie X, that sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I, I feel like I would. Wa- that's a horror movie that I would see. Uh, so yeah, we had an election, and um, we I, I had been posting about this the last several weeks on Twitter and Facebook, uh, and I'm now ready, Michael, to announce the official results. All right, okay. Uh, you, 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 you've probably figured it out already. Poopsie, poopsie, poopsie. <laughs> but the winner was not one of those six cats, but it was, in fact, the incumbent DJ Nibbles, President DJ Nibbles, is going on for a second term in Cat President Three. Oh man, is it? it... <laughs> Isn't it like a third term now? Um, because it's a uh, third game, or am I wrong? No, because DJ Nibbles wasn't the president in, in Cat President One. Okay. Um, so he won the presidency in Cat President One. So he served for four years, mm-hmm. and then in Cat President Two, he was the current president. And now, based on the election we held on Steam, he won in Cap President 2 oh. for another four-year term. Okay, okay. So, he's at the end of his four-year term. Yes, exactly. That's, oh, so we okay. A- wow, I thought... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man, I thought I thought you meant that we were going to have a DJ Nibbles pathway in uh, Cap President 3. No, And he's I'm running sorry. for a no, third I election. Didn't. Oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> No, 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 I'm sorry. No, I meant that he was the incumbent president and he won his second term and we're now at the tail end of his term, so he's he's a he's like a lame duck president in uh, Cat President 3. But he's not a he duck, will... he's a cat. <laughs> he's a lame cat president. I'm not that lame, That's... bro, he says. <laughs> Extremely rude. Ugh. Uh, I feel so bad because... Isn't there a joke along one of the pathways where one of the cats tries to sing Young and Hip, probably Earl Grey, by, like... Yes, it is. ...playing on a skateboard <laughs> or something? And didn't, like, old man with a skateboard heckle him or something like that? <laughs> oh. Poor Earl Grey. I was wondering, so if he had won, I might have pushed for him to die while he was in office, because he was already 19 years old. Ow, ow. Poor Earl. <laughs> Uh, but no, we have DJ Nibbles uh, in his second term. Uh, it was actually kind of a blowout, uh, to be honest. 
there were there were a few cats that were that were getting close. I think it was Banders and and Mister Biscuits were 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 close ish to Nibbles, but it's still he won by a pretty wide margin. All right, people people love DJ Nibbles. Well, okay, well then I'll scratch out the the DJ Nibbles pathway. For... Oops. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, I no, I mean I was going to well. ask if he if he was running for a, a, a third term. They, they changed the constitution <laughs> just to let him yeah. run again. So that's actually um, that's a couple bullet points down on my bullet list is actually discussing something that that effect. So give give me a few minutes. All right. <laughs> Um, but I did want to say while we're on the subject of 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 this, um, someone on Steam, uh, Flashman eighty five, had a really good idea. If Mister Biscuits had managed to pull it off, uh, he said that uh, his daughter should be one of the candidates running against him in the next election. Oh, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. I must have misread that comment because I know there's oh, like yeah. one storyline or something where. Uh... Maybe even two endings where somebody serves two terms and then their their vice president's um, spouse serves two terms immediately after. Oh, yeah. And they just dominate the presidency. And I guess it's implied their children take over as well. And, the, and then it's just all over at that point. <laughs> the DJ Nibbles lineage just goes on forever and ever. I don't know. Having recently replayed Cat Present 1, I can tell you that that's the bad ending of, I think it's like Kale's bad ending. He gets together with the rival in the other party, uh, and then that's what happens. They nominate each other, they nominate each other as each other's vice president, and then switch for the next election, and yeah, they're kids. So that that's a that's a bad ending from Cat President 1 that you're thinking okay, of. Okay, good. I should probably have re I should probably replay those games just to remember everything. <laughs> yes. Like fluffy or no. Uh it's it's that white cat that appears in both games. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. remember That's it, the the scary looking one that you made me pick a less scary picture for the second game. The scary Persian cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Persian cat exactly. Well, I figured that <laughs> it made sense if she's less scary in the second game. Um yeah. because she, because all the characters in the second game are from the other political party. They're on the same team as her, so she doesn't scare them as much. Oh, they like her I a like lot that, more. Yeah. Whereas, you know, to the... <laughs> and that that's just how it works in politics in general. Like, oh man, this person um, on the other party is super duper scary and crazy and insane. But, you know, to people in the other party, they seem totally normal. Yeah, so I think I think that's that's one piece that will help us in figuring out what the story is is knowing that one that DJ Nibbles is the incumbent president, but two he is likely not seeking a third term at this point, so he's very likely a lame duck slash cat president. So okay. maybe that'll that'll help us kind of fill in some of the gaps. Um, something else that I think might help is figuring out what the name of the game is going to be. So you and I talked about this a bit through email and one of the things i think we landed on uh and you can correct me if i'm wrong but it i think we don't want to have we don't want to call it cat president three is that correct we want to call it like cat president subtitle colon something yeah that's what my wife said without in, the three in case yeah she, she thought people were scared thought they had to play through the first game all the way through yes i 
I don't know if that's a problem. I don't know how realistic really? of a problem that is. But, I mean, you mentioned the Fast and Furious movies. Like, um, I mean, people still watch them not having seen all eight of the previous yeah. ones. But then again, <laughs> if we're talking about, like, you know, Iron Man or Captain America movies, they, they mm-hmm. stop at three, they seem to. Mm. Don't they? Or if you think about, like, the, the Phoenix Wright games, none of those have numbers in the titles. Yeah. So I, that was that was actually my thought with Cat President 2. That was something that I had been thinking about, is whether we should put 2 in the title or not, for the for the same reason your wife mentioned. Like, will it, will it scare off potential new players? And I feel like if that is a problem, and I don't know that it is, but if it is a problem, it would only get worse with the third game. Mm-hmm. Because then people are like, oh man, I can't play this until I play the first two. Um, so uh, we can we can think about it. But I, I did have the thought that, yeah, speaking of Fast and the Furious, what they do is like, instead of saying Fast and the Furious 2, they incorporate 2 into like the title or subtitle of the film. So the second one is like Too Fast, Too Furious, which perhaps that's psychologically less scary then, like, you see a movie with that, that just sounds like a movie. It doesn't necessarily sound like a sequel that you have to see the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thinking along those lines, I spent some time earlier today searching phrases that have three or third or trio or, like, whatever in in the in the phrase to see if there's anything in there that we could use as a subtitle. All right. So I I have a list here. I don't think... I'm not sure any of them are anything, but I wanted to just kind of speak them into the world. Maybe they'll inspire you, or maybe they'll inspire one of our listeners to come up with something that's actually good. But but yeah, I have, I have, a, I have a few things that I'd written down. Uh, let's see, I had... Cat President, third times the charm. Cat President, third rate candidate. <laughs> third string. Third rate <laughs> candidate. Oh, that's a fun one. Uh, there's a there's a phrase, I guess, three dog night. It could also be three cat night. Three ring circus. <laughs> uh, there's three ring circus. And baby makes three. So it could be like kitten makes three. Um, something about a, like a third degree burn or giving someone the third degree. Uh, the third eye, the third rail, triple whammy, triple threat. Uh, and here, here is something that I, I, I started, I thought I might have landed on something here. So I had the idea, the third party, or third party candidate, or third party catnidate, wait for it, or third mm. party cat to date. <laughs> cat to date. What is this? Okay, that one's awful. But third party, like Cat President, the third party kind of got my wheels turning a little bit. Like, I can see a game that's that's somehow about the rise of a third party. Like, because DJ Nibbles can't run again, so now the field is more open than it has been in a long time. Or it could be something like DJ Nibbles decides to run for a third time. Maybe he's mad with power and he finds a loophole in the constitution that says he can do this or that he can declare himself president for life. He can declare himself president for life if he wins the next election. Like, if he wins a third election, he can just be president forever. Uh, And, like, the other party just 
for whatever reason, gives up and decides not even to bother running against him because, uh, because there's no point. And then a third party emerges to challenge the establishment, something like that. Third that party. Just kind of a, hmm. Yeah, the third party. So that was, that was a thought I had. Um, and then that, I feel like that sets up well with the idea for a subtitle you had, which was run for your life, run for your life, yeah. the fourth game. So that was something I thought of. I don't know if there's anything in that idea or if any of the other subtitles I mentioned, you you seem to like third rate candidate. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to think of this. Yeah, so just just stuff to think about. Um, nothing to decide right this second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's why I wanted to pause earlier when you were you were saying like about DJ Nibbles finding like a change in the constitution or whatever to run for a third time. Oh, that sort of dovetailed into those things I was thinking about. Yeah, I guess the question would be then, which political party are we following? The sharp claws or the fancy fur balls? Yeah, or I mean, or are we following the the third party itself? Six like independent candidates. Not affiliated with either party. Yeah, I guess that's something we can figure out. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I, f- I feel like third party stuff is always sort of like something that people are talking about every election. I feel like they're talking about it more and more. So that's what made me think, yeah. As soon as we get like a really popular person, I guess, running for president, then that will like destroy all talk about a viable third party. Because I think with the last election, didn't it wasn't it like both candidates were historically unpopular. I believe that is accurate. Yeah, so you're saying as soon as we get The Rock running, people will be like, yes, that's it. We only need one party, really, whatever The Rock's party is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there, there is, like, some candidate that won, like, 40 states, wasn't it? Was there? Um, let's take let's a look. See. Candidate who won the most states, yeah. Oh, man, the 1980 election. That is a landslide. Uh, uh, George Washington won a pretty significant number. Was anybody running against <laughs> Propor- him? <laughs> proportionally speaking, I'm not sure anybody was, but <laughs> proportionally speaking, he did pretty well. Um, yeah, 1980, 44 states. <laughs> 44 states versus uh, six states. That was that was really lopsided. Let's see, Wikipedia is giving me a list, and it gives me a percentage, but I can't tell if that percentage is, like, popular votes or electoral college BS. Uh, I think it's all electoral college. I can't tell. Yeah. Well, it seems to be saying that, like, Reagan did, like, really well, for example. No, that's why I was saying the 1980 election, he won 44 states, so, I mean, that's probably a victory in electoral college and popular votes oh my god i can't even imagine someone winning that many states now except for the rock (laughs) except for the rock he would win more (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah exactly the rock would win 58 states wait wait the 1984 him running for re-election he he won by an even larger margin oh my gosh wow so this must be why everybody's always talking about how much they like ronald reagan um they they probably just like that margin of victory there. Man, that's interesting. I wonder, like, in our lifetime, are we ever going to see anything like that again? Because I feel like, right, like, it's just people just vote along party lines for everything now. Mm-hmm. Like, for Reagan to win by that much, there must have been a significant number of people 
crossing party lines to vote for him. And I, I just, I don't know how that happens anymore. That, yeah. Gosh, 49 states. It was, Minnesota was the only holdout in this 1984 election. Wow. The only one that didn't vote for him. Gee, so not even like, like New York or California. Well, I guess California, he was from California. Yeah. But, hmm. Nope, not New York, not California. <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to briefly touch upon for Cat President 3 was I've been trying very hard to uh, use some of these AI art generators to make an old version of TJ Nibbles. Because <laughs> it's been, you know, it's been eight years or whatever. He's probably not a kitten anymore. Yeah. Do we have a picture of the actual cat? <laughs> Can you track down that cat? <laughs> That's the problem is that that cat is already a composite of different cat parts. Oh, no. <laughs> so i might be able to figure out who uh i think it was nicolas suprax cat was the uh was the head and torso <laughs> checking with nicola to see how how his cat's doing but yeah that, that was something i was trying to figure out is if we like at this point should be aging any of these characters especially any if if we have any any reoccur- reoccurring characters from the first game if they should be aging or not um, I guess we, we establish in the bonus pathway, no, not in the bonus pathway, in one of the pathways of Cat President 2 that DJ Nibbles does have a human form at this point. That's right, yeah. Um, so that could also be something that comes into play, like he could be, be, he could turn to that form permanently, like that's something we've established that, that cat politicians do in this universe. Yeah. To, to live a quiet human life somewhere. But I don't know. Maybe he gets assassinated by the serial killer Poopsie X. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and then the stupid <laughs> the empty podium becomes president. <laughs> do you think do you think DJ Nibbles kept the uh, empty podium as his running mate? Uh no, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, was there uh, that was that was sort of what was on my list for Cat President Three specifically. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about uh, regarding the game? Anything that you thought of while we're talking? No, here? I just shut my uh, folder where I was putting the notes for Cat President. So, oh, I guess I guess like Supreme Court drama. Did that make sense? I don't know what we would Ooh, do with that. Yeah, it's one of the candidates try to pack the court. And they they add they just add like forty new people to the Supreme oh, Court. Oh, wouldn't that be crazy times? Yeah, <laughs> I I did like how you you identified who some of these people were because I don't pay super close attention to politics, but it's like I've heard this politician's sure. name over and over again. It's like, oh, that's who that person is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I so I I uh, I went through a list of. Like popular politicians in twenty or famous politicians in twenty twenty two, to see if we could come up with any other uh, candidates for cat president three that that are semi based on a true story. We have we have some stuff to work on. I don't know if there was anything in that list that was useful or not. I'm going to continue pushing for the for the cat who's running because he's a criminal and he thinks if he becomes president he won't be prosecuted for it because i think that's really funny issue himself a presidential pardon i guess yeah (laughs) yeah it's i guess that's one of those things where um i guess right now we're still kind of in a holding pattern i don't 
don't know if that makes sense. We we don't we're not sure who's running for president mm-hmm. yet. I feel like yeah, with Cap President One, everybody had already like everybody and their mom declared they were running for president. Yeah, but now it's just uh, yeah, we don't know who's going to be running. I don't know. I guess yeah, things are different because in the, in that election there there wasn't uh, an incumbent that that would that could or could not be running. And right now, like, we don't even know if Joe Biden's going to run. So that sort of hamstrings the possibility of any Democrats coming forward. And we also don't know if Trump's going to be running. So with that sort of hamstrings Republicans from from putting their names in the hat, too. To be fair, we haven't even gotten to like, I mean, Joe Biden's not halfway through his term, right? That's (laughs) true. So I I really don't like it when people declare two years before the over two years before the election that they're going to run. That's like blah. Yeah, but that's just my personal preference. I, I mean, it's, I I I don't feel like we're in like a a huge rush to to really figure stuff out. Um, fig, I found some tools that I think are going to help make development of Cat President Three go a little faster than two. Um, specifically, I found an online tool that um that's really good at removing the backgrounds from pictures. So when we're adding. Like one of the problems with Cat President Two was that we all of our human characters they all had like half a dozen to a dozen different poses, and so I had to you know edit each one individually by hand to remove the background so I could put them in the game, and that took a significant amount of time. Um, but since I found a tool that seems to work pretty consistently well for doing that, that could really uh, speed things up on the programming and art end. Mm-hmm. So. That's something we have working in our advantage this time. Yeah, I was going to say your earlier comment um, about the 2016 election yeah. was correct, because uh, just with uh, our current election um, in Oregon, we don't have an incumbent governor. And then it just feels like mm. both sides are trying extra hard um, because uh, nobody's got the incumbency advantage. So both sides are thinking this this is their this is their moment. All the people that have been waiting 12 years or 8 years, yeah. it's like, oh, it's finally time. Or they'll just nominate the previous vice president candidate, and that person will get to go for two more, two terms, and you'll just have to wait for another <laughs> 8 years. Sorry, sorry, presidential hopefuls. <laughs> that does hopefuls. seem like how it works. Frequently. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> I guess, you know, I'd ask how, I mean, you said Earl Grey would be the one cat who would be dead. Are oh. there any of the other cats who would not be <laughs> still alive <laughs> i think i think anybody from the first game is pretty touch and go at this point right because however old they are you you have to add eight years yeah to it. how long do cats live so that's what yeah. i'm saying like even if dj nibbles is like two he's a senior cat by now you know kale thunderpaw certainly was not like the youngest person i don't think oh yeah it's saying cats are like 12 to uh Dr. Nom Noms, like, all of these cats, I think, if they haven't gone through with the, how do you, how do you pronounce the word that is the, it's just Katu Transformatio, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, so any, any cats who haven't gotten the surgery to become human, I think, uh, could, could certainly be considered senior cats at this point, or deceased cats. Either way. So here's the thing. Um, we checked with our dog, actually. Mm. And um, they kind of moved that up. So, like, they moved back. They moved up what's considered a senior dog by, like, really? a year or two. 
So I think she's like six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, nope, the, this counts as a senior dog for the purposes of uh, whatever. I, I guess I'll look that up just now. But we were shocked. It's like, how is she a senior dog? She's like six. Oh, I guess she, seven, seven now. Yeah. Oh, she's still a puppy. Well, all right. I just uh, she's middle-aged dog. The first yeah. response on Google: senior cats are eleven to fourteen, and then over fourteen, they are super senior cats. <laughs> so with dogs, it's saying that um, well, large dogs they're they're considered seniors at like seven years old. The smaller yeah. dogs are like eleven years old. But for I guess for some purposes, they just go by the old, the large dog's age, and so they just consider seven mm. to be a senior dog, no matter what. So that's that's it. So most of the cats are senior cats. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what I would imagine. Certainly from the first game, I think from the second game that they're they're probably all fine, except for Earl Grey, who is absolutely dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is so sad. Well, that's that's why I I was toying with the idea. I think I mentioned to you it would be interesting if we'd visited the presidential library of of a former cat president. But yeah, I mean DJ Nibbles is still the current president, so that doesn't make sense. Like if DJ Nibbles had lost the election, then he might have his presidential library built by now. But he's still the current president, so that doesn't make sense. Save that yeah. for cat president four, maybe. That's another question with Cat President 2. So I know yeah. in like pretty much all the bad pathways in Cat President 2, you lose the election to DJ Nibbles. Yeah. So then the question would be, which of those bad pathways oh, God. is <laughs> the one that actually happened? Do we just give that, I think... Oh. Who was in second place? Was it Banders or, or someone else? Yeah, that's... that. Yeah, um... Sorry, I, I think it was it was either Banders or uh, Mr. Biscuits. Give me one second. I can I can get the vote total up. So I guess I'd just look up and see which of their bad endings was more interesting. And say yeah, that's the official. Okay, first place was DJ Nibbles. Second was uh, Banders. Third was Mr. Biscuits. And then Feline, Earl Grey, and Kaleidoscope were all tied. And then Poopsie IX was in last place with zero votes. Why? Why do they all hate Poopsie? <laughs> Nobody liked Poopsie. <laughs> oh, oh, that's an oopsie poopsie problem. Maybe that should be the bad ending then. Since yeah. Poopsie came in dead last. All right. Oh. I'll just pull out the Banders bad ending and see see what it looks like. I feel like a lot of these bad endings are always super depressing, too, so that'll be interesting. Well, I mean, it makes a difference. Um, like, some of the bad endings are not that you lose the election. Some of them are just you don't get nominated, period. Mm, oh, I see, so, I see. I don't know. I guess if somebody cared a whole lot, they could probably figure out how that works, because, say, like, Banders is bad ending, he loses the nomination to Poopsie. And that could happen in the same universe as Poopsie's bad ending. Oh my gosh. Well, I think what we need to do is go go back and write a new DJ Nibbles pathway for Cat President 2. <laughs> Before I do? <laughs> well, I guess he already has his own, oh, but his bonus pathway is set during Cat President 1. Oh, so confusing. Let's see. Banders totally... F oh, yeah, the Banders bad ending. He totally fails the debate. And then DJ Nibbles uh, prank calls him. <laughs> 
and Poopsie got the nomination in Banders' bad ending. That is exactly yeah. what happened. Oh, wow, my guess was correct. <laughs> I mean, I did write it, but how am I supposed to remember something I wrote four years ago? Yeah. All right, well, if it ever becomes important, we'll have to figure out who who DJ Nibbles beat for his re-election. Yeah, I mean, it might not even come up. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Moms game. Uh, we both did a little bit of work on it. You did you did a significant amount of work. I know you went through uh, all of the revisions that I gave you last month. Yeah, so I, I finally got those back to you. It felt like it took me forever. Yes. But... Uh, it didn't take you as long as it took me. You're fine. Well, hopefully it will be faster now. I, I seem to remember with Pizza Delivery Boy, You Saved the World, e- each successive revision got faster because mm-hmm. I just looked for... What were the changes that were made to the script? Yep, um, I can tell you I've gotten through the intro and uh, half of the first pathway already, and I, you know, I haven't really done much of anything to it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of just accept change, accept change. All right, we don't need this comment anymore. Delete comment. A lot of that stuff. Uh, not a lot of additional changes. So, I believe you are correct. Hooray! <laughs> Should not take long. <laughs> Um, and I know you've been you've been playing around with the art a little bit as well. That's fun. Yep, you sent me um, responses. Um, I'll look through them and figure out what I'm going to do. I put that on my to-do list. Yeah, cool. Let's see, you generated AI art for uh, the nerdy mom, and then I drew like two yeah. pictures of the nerdy mom to try to figure out, okay, what works, what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I guess my next step i don't know if i'm gonna draw it again or, or make the change or if i'll just make those changes in photoshop like one of the changes is uh nerdy mom has glasses do we want oval glasses yes. or do we want big circle glasses it's like that's easily something you could do either way yep um i think i i already forget what i said <laughs> uh, i think i said that was one of the things i didn't have a strong preference on uh the oval Gosh, you like the-, the oval glasses i'm not really sure i have a preference though yeah there were there were a few of these things like ah eh, whatever you think is best I'm not gonna fight you yeah and then the white <laughs> spots on the eyes um yeah. I'll I'll just do whatever I think is best I'll just try out both yeah, and yeah. see which one looks best I know like when you're drawing eyes there are like three places where you can put white spots and they they look mm. perfectly normal in, in real life there's um there's the refracted crescent I think is the term for one of them and I forget the other one the light life. And I don't know what the other one is. That is that is way too fancy for me. I was I was saddened to see that the uh, that the detective mom art that I generated has been rejected. I haven't but I, I haven't I, looked through I it. I like it. Yeah. Um, maybe we can use it somewhere else, and we're in a different game someday. No, I mean, which one? It just it doesn't fit your vision of the character, right? Because you. You see, you envision them more wearing like kind of a '90s outfit, not a not like a detective outfit. Yeah, but then you'll notice I went ahead and then put like a '90s um, fanny pack on uh, one of the other <laughs> characters instead. Um, oh, I thought that was the same character. No, no, Oops. different. Oh, <laughs> which one? Which one's this? I thought uh, uh, that was uh, Philosophy Uh-oh. Mom's. Now got a fanny. That's pack. Philosophy Mom with the fanny. Pack. I did not touch. Oh. The, I did not touch Detective Mom yet. You Detective did. Mom oh, looks really bad. awesome, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty proud of, of how, how Detective Mom came out. I thought Detective cool. Mom had, like, um, a side bag, but I guess I was thinking of Professor Layton's daughter. And so it's like, <laughs> well, I can't change her side bag into uh, uh, 
a fanny pack or, or a purse because she doesn't have one. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's exciting then that Detective Mom is still on the table. The Detective Art that I came up with is still on the table. Yeah, what I'll want to do, uh, Detective Mom is wearing a hat. I'll need to at least think of some yeah. way to, like, have the hat come off. Because we okay. we, oh, we want to have their character hold the hat in her hands or something. Okay, Um, I can try to run another version of it where uh, I can, like, erase the hat and erase oh. the hand and try to tell it to put a hat in her hand. It's totally easy. I mean, that hat is yeah. done in such a way that it'd be really easy just to draw hair. Like, the hat does not okay. cover that much hair. It is more, uh, I mean, that's more of a stylish hat than it is a, a purposeful hat, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah, but if if you, I can also like, yeah, I think the the program allows me to like erase parts of the picture, and then it'll generate something else to fill in that space. So if I go in there and like erase the hat, it'll generate the, a different top of her head, which would hopefully involve hair. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a weird thing. I I really love playing with it. I started uh, working on a beach background today, but then I ran out of my free credits for the month. All right. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we are with the mom game. Yeah, um, so that's that's where I am. I, I I'm going to take a look at it at some point. It's on it's it's on the list. Um, and I guess we're running out of time. But since I teased it earlier, the third project I was going to briefly mention was just uh the updates to Cat President One itself. Oh um, oh yeah. no! I thought there was like a surprise secret game. I told you you'd be disappointed. Oh I'm sorry. dear! Oh. I've been secret. No, I've been secretly working on the Game Boy Advance version of my Nigerian prince. Yes. <laughs> Literally, just gonna say that I finished. I I got all the replacement models. Got them all in the game. All the replacement music and backgrounds. That's all done. Uh, and I'm hopeful that the new version that I've been working on uh, will be up on Steam and itch.io like in the next month. And and, the, it, and ditto for uh, Cat President 2, uh, as I have to, I'm replacing characters that are in both games, so I'll have to change them in the second game too. But that's all done now. So. Hooray. That's all. Um, would you like to talk about listener questions? Sure. All right, we have one from Joe Reviewer. We actually got several questions on Discord this month. Very exciting. Whoa, uh, Joe people Reviewer. are on Discord. This is amazing. I've, I discovered this cool thing, Michael, that lets me tag everyone. And it that sends sounds everyone terrible. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to add. The problem is that it worked. And I tagged everyone and asked for questions, and we got three questions that way. I might have to ask, was that really annoying? Should I never do that again? Okay. But it was effective this month. Uh, so Joe Reviewer on Discord uh, asked us, After watching people play your games on the internet, what do you think makes a good playthrough slash commentary for visual novel games like yours? Oh, man. I wish I knew. Like... It would be helpful because I feel like I've been struggling. One of the games I've been playing recently has been uh, Great Ace Attorney 2. I recently got back into that <laughs> after um, nine months. So I played the first two cases of the game and, and I'm playing the third. I just played through the third case of the game. And the third case is like longer than cases one and two combined. So it's like 11 hours. And I 
was really struggling on how to do commentary for that because um, I feel like Cat President as well is also kind of so long that if you do the thing of reading every single line out loud, that mm. just gets annoying, even if you're making silly voices the whole time. Oh, I love the silly voices, though. They they are good, yeah. Um, one thing I found cool when I watch people play through games, uh, our games, which I do far too much, um, I like it when there are like multiple people streaming the game because I really enjoy the banter between the two people. But also, they can each take like separate voices. Like you, you know, one person takes X characters, one person takes Y characters, uh, and I I imagine that that improves the the vocal load for each of those people, but I also just enjoy watching it. I, in general, I enjoy streams and let's plays where, where there are multiple people in the video. I just find them. I just find the interaction very entertaining typically. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've enjoyed. Well, I know um, what I did with the original Phoenix, Wright Walkthrough, which I think is the one that most people have watched is, um, you know, I just, just comment on what's going on and, for the most part, just let the uh, readers read the dialogue instead of trying to read mm. every line of dialogue out loud. I know we did the same thing with the the nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Yeah, well, see, in those ones, we got wildly distracted, I think, partially because we weren't reading the dialogue, right? Yeah. <laughs> or or maybe that was just me being in there. I was I, I kept getting bored and talking about other things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, that's sort of the problem I've been facing with the uh, the Great yeah. Ace Attorney too. Is it's like, oh, I don't want to be mean, but I just kind of just really dislike the Sherlock Holmes character. Really, he was the part I liked the most. Oh, I, I find that very interesting. Well, I mean, I, I I guess because I'm worried about the time because I'm always watching the clock. I guess. Yeah, because it's like, well, this video has to be twenty minutes long, and I want to come to a stopping point. And he's just going to spend ten minutes telling me that he's not <laughs> going to tell me anything. Oh, yeah, I, I, I loved how you put it on Twitter. I thought, I thought it was absolutely perfect. Uh, I have, I have your tweet open here. It says, "It feels like the author was told to write a fifty thousand word game, but they misread it as five hundred thousand word game, and no one caught the mistake until it was too late." And that, that just yeah, that perfectly describes my experience with the game as well. <laughs> a lot of people talking about a lot of nothing for a lot of time, and uh, like a a good ed- with a good editor, that game would have been half the length easily. Definitely, I wish that this um, I'm in this case number three because that's the one I just played. That yeah. it was only one day of investigation and not two, and I think that could have happened. Because what we have, we have situations like where uh, second day of investigation, where Sherlock Holmes is, his only role is to uh, uh, he opens up a new area for you to explore, which is the uh, the back area of the waxworks factory, and it's like, but because uh, just like the way the game works in general, if you're talking to a character, you're going to talk to them about four different things. Even though, like, story-wise, there's really no reason for that. We don't have anything to talk to Sherlock Holmes about uh, for for 10 to 15 minutes. We really only need him to open that area, (laughs) which is where we really need to explore. Mm. Um, I see. So then when you're you're recording yourself playing the game, then if you're reading all the dialogue, you're reading all of this kind of boring dialogue that just makes everything take 10 times longer than it needs to. I can, yeah... 
I guess Sherlock's is just he's, he's mean. He's just kind of mean to our main <laughs> character. He's always laughing oh. at him. It feels like um, it feels like that was probably just uh, something that was hard to translate. Uh, I'm not sure because sure. when he bursts out in the laughter, half the time I'm not understanding the joke he's making at my expense, mm. but I get the sense he's just making a joke at the expense of the main character. But Sherlock is definitely doing it with too much of the, uh, I know something, but I will refuse to tell you what it is. <laughs> uh, another thing that bothers me with Sherlock is, um, I know you really like the, uh, was it the great deduction stuff that you do with him? Oh, the, yeah, the dance, or the dance of deduction. I don't, I don't know where I saw that phrase, but I, or yes. <laughs> Where yeah, I like those scenes where he, where he points at stuff and you have to point at the right things because he's being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are fun, but uh, I mean, you time them; they're like twenty five to thirty minutes each. Yeah, because you get to hear his whole deduction for like a, a five minute thing, and then you have to go through it line by line by line again. And it just makes me wish that, well, what if we only went through it one time, line by line yeah. by line? That would probably cut down on it. Um, it'd probably make more sense, too, instead of, it's like, no, Sherlock, there is no anti-gravity machine. We know that's wrong. <laughs> I don't need to hear you make five more minutes of deductions based on the fact that there's an anti-gravity yes. machine. <laughs> Although... I mean, I mean, you're laughing now. That is a funny premise to just hear I, him go on and on and on about this obviously know, false thing. I know exactly. I'm, I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> but I am just, you know, it's like I'm, yeah. I, I want to rush through the walkthrough. I want to, I want to point out the mistake. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I maybe I other know, people I just really loved agree it. with you in that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think those scenes definitely could have been sped up, and, and yeah, maybe that's the solution, is you don't have to go through the whole thing one time first, where you hear all the dumb wrong answers. Maybe you just, yeah, point stuff out as he goes. Yeah, and I feel like this, um, gosh, I feel like the, the game has still not done anything interesting with this Iris character. I, I feel kind of mm. bad for her. No, she, um... That's that's the 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 main girl, right? Yeah, she writes uh, the Sherlock Holmes stories. Oh, okay. His and his, she likes making his, quote, tea. the daughter. Then that's the daughter. Yeah, character. and like okay. making. No, I think they are doing enough with Suzato. She's an interesting character. That's but. who I was thinking. Yeah, because I, I thought the um the first case that that's the one where where she's the one actually trying the case, if I recall correctly. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, but Iris, you know, she spent. She spends like half the case. She's your assistant because Suzato's not there. So mm. we, we see an awful lot of her, but I, I feel like she doesn't have too much to contribute to the story. Well, Joe, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I got off topic, but this is a podcast no, about fine. playing games and making yeah. games. And I wanted to talk about this game. Uh, we, have a, we have a couple more questions, anyway, yeah. but I think we can we can get through them pretty quickly. Uh, this one we can definitely get through very quickly. Uh, Clawbert Downey Jr. asks, tell us more about those mom pictures you posted the other day. Is this for a future project? And yes. So uh, I had shared on Twitter um, some of the AI-generated uh, character portraits that I've been working on for, for the game that we were talking about earlier today. Uh, you can see them on Twitter. Anyone can see them on Twitter right now if they want, at Paul M. Franzen. Um, so yeah, those were just character portraits for... 
uh, the game that we are currently calling the mom game because we haven't settled on a final title yet. Um, so, yes, that is a future project. I hope that answers your question, uh, Mr. Downey. Um, and we got one more question uh, from The Crowbar, uh, who wants to know, will the, quote, recast version of Cat President be a separate game or an update to the existing game? It will be, uh, this is Paul talking, not The Crowbar, it will be an update to the existing game. This won't be like Cat President HD or Cat President Remake or anything. This is just me replacing the current version of Cat President that has a lot of stock photos in it to a newer version of Cat President that has fewer stock photos in it. A visual update, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to keep the original graphics, I guess don't update your game. Should we start wrapping up? Yep. Uh, Are there any any new games you've been playing, I guess? Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, there is. I think there might be one. (laughs) Return to Monkey Island! Uh, Oh, we can't talk about it because I'm only... A half hour into it, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I, I can uh, I can embarrass myself about it if you would like to hear that. Oh man! So this is uh, it's a new Monkey Island game, and they they got the old crew back for it. it sounds like yes, yeah. So oh man, oh I wish we had another hour to talk about this. <laughs> but so this is this is a Monkey Island game, uh, written and designed by one of the primary people working on it is like the primary guy who made Monkey Island one and two, the guy who started the franchise, who made arguably two of the most popular games in the series. This is his big return to the franchise after you know, 20, 30 years, however long it's been. There have been other Monkey Island games since Monkey Island 2, but he didn't have anything to do he with those. He did not have anything so, to do with number three? He did not. Not even number three. Wow, interesting. Because that's the only one yeah. I've actually played, but... <laughs> <laughs> so you've never actually even played a Ron Gilbert Monkey Island game, then. I, I n- No, I didn't I play, like, there's like a specific tutorial, right? There's like a specific area where, okay, we end the tutorial and then we get to the uh, actual game. Um, I do remember you playing like the first part of like Tales of Monkey Island and getting getting st- stuck and annoyed at that one. Oh Something man, that was so yeah. The, the I remember I was not very happy with the uh, that prologue no. section, which, um, gosh, the puzzle was you you had to make root beer or something and you had to make it out of plant roots or I think that was it. (laughs) And that was just not something which had ever occurred to me or would ever occur to me. (laughs) (laughs) On a related topic, uh, the, the prologue tutorial in return to monkey Island. I am possibly the most ashamed I have ever been to say that I got stuck in the tutorial and had to look up an answer on how to get out. The game has a built-in hint system, but I didn't get far enough for that hint system to have kicked in yet. I was at the part where, well, obviously a baby could get through this without any problems, and I got stuck. Oh, man. Felt real bad. Yeah, there's this part where you have to... Like, we did everything in the game except this, in the intro, except for this one part where you have to find a coin and toss it into a wishing well, right? Couldn't find a coin anywhere. 
uh, we we did everything we could possibly think of. We went to there's like a bathroom in the game, so we're looking everywhere in the bathroom. We're like interacting with the toilet. Okay, there's a drain. All right, nothing in the drain. Let's get a piece of string and a magnet or something. Drop them in the drain. All right, none of those things exist. Can't do that. Let's look in the puddle of water. No, nothing there. Okay, there's a store. Let's try to talk to the guy. Maybe he'll give us some change. No, okay. Uh, he has a cash register. Maybe if we distract him, we can get in the cash register. Nope, not a thing. Maybe there's a coin just in his shop. No. Uh, like, stuff like that. Like, overthinking a tutorial about as wildly as you can possibly overthink anything. And then we finally looked it up. And you want to know what the answer was, Michael? All right, I'll, I'll, I'm still not sure what the puzzle is, but yeah, let's hear the answer. The puzzle is you needed, a, you, needed a, you needed to find a coin and put it in a wishing well and make a wish. You need to find a coin, okay. Like, is there a piggy bank you have to smash? Um, it's not even that complicated. Oh, okay. Was it, like, on the ground or something? <laughs> it was on the ground next to the wishing well, Michael. You just didn't notice it because it was three pixels? I think that was it. So I think, I think the tutorial was trying to teach us how to use like whatever button you use to highlight all the interactable objects on the screen. Like I think it wanted us to learn how to do that here by putting this tiny object on a screen. Um, but we didn't think to do that and we didn't move the cursor around enough to find the coin. So we just had no idea where the stupid thing was. And I had to look it up and it was like, okay, next step. Go to the wishing well. Go a foot away from the wishing well and pick up the coin on the ground. Like, uh, so very, something similar happened to me with Great Ace Attorney 2 was uh, the game <laughs> came to a complete halt, grinding halt, because I did not notice one of the items that you absolutely have to look at inside the coroner's office, which ends up being a book. <laughs> and that's one of like the final things in the trial, I believe, is... Uh. Uh, I mean that's that's where it becomes important. Um, the Ryunosuke mentions something that he read in that book, and so mm-hmm. I was really able to solve that puzzle while, while playing the game because it's like, okay, which of these three items should you talk about? And one of them's the book, and I'm like, the game came to a grinding halt because I did not look at the book. It's obviously the <laughs> book, and so I, I actually solved the puzzle later on simply because that happened. Uh, Whereas I imagine if I'd found the book right away and then got to that part of the trial, I probably would have guessed wrong. Hmm. Uh, video games, they're too tough. It's its something that's really, I guess, hard to do is um, to make sure there are items in a room. Like, if there are five items in a room and you want the player to be able to, to look at all of them, it can be tough. Mm-hmm. To, to make sure the player does it or to let the player know, hey, you missed something there. I know the Nancy Drew series often, well, they'll have like the check checklist there and, and some of the games do it better than others. So it's like, well, you can't check off I explored the kitchen if one of the three things uh, you didn't click on. Yeah, I think, I think with the new Monkey Island game specifically, if it was supposed to teach me how to use a hotspot highlighter there should have been a pop-up that says like you can press shift to highlight all the objects on a screen but there there was no pop-up so i don't know if the idea was i was supposed to be able to figure that out on my own or what but i obviously didn't that's what they do in the carol reed series is the, yeah. a pop-up shows up and says hey you can press the space button at any time and it will show yeah. all the items on the screen that you can interact with 
course, in that series, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of exploring. It's rare that there's more than two items on screen at once that you can interact with. To be honest, yeah. We should probably wrap up because I'm not sure how many minutes I have left on our free podcast server. <laughs> oh. oh dear. <laughs> okay, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can f- time limit reached. <laughs>